Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Pat Benatar with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Good morning. Uh, it's going to be same as it was yesterday. Same as it ever was. Mid-70s. Nice. It was a beautiful day yesterday. Hopefully today can be just as good. Well, today is uh, is endless breakfast day. The hell's that? Oh, ooh, did it's, I? Ooh, did I just? Ooh, you just scratched did, me where what, I itch. What, what, what are you talking about? Endless breakfast? I don't see that on my list. Liz, look at that, Bax. <laughs> I just uh, stumped Mr. Dixie Cup over yeah. here. My head just spun around like four times. Yes, it's uh, it's endless breakfast day. Uh, and yet I don't see anyone making us breakfast. Well, it's really only at a Denny's and, uh, you know, you pay a fee and then they keep bringing you breakfast. Well, the least somebody could do would be to bring us some breakfast. It's also uh, Aviation Maintenance Technician Day, yeah, so... Please, who cares about that? I hope we can gear our material towards those aviation folks. I'd really, rather... Now you got me focused on breakfast. Right. Uh, so there's that. We also have uh, tickets for the uh, Springfield Thunderbirds uh, for Wednesday's, tomorrow night's game and uh, at the Mass Mutual Center. And, of course, uh, the still the famous Paul's game and a bunch of other stuff, too. It's 536 on Rock 102. Rock 102 and <laughs> Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Billy Squire with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Stop your complaining out there. Mid-70s today. Lots of sunshine. Beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. So not all the insanity in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial is coming from the witness stand or the attorneys. And not surprisingly, there are a lot of crazy people out there who are unnaturally obsessed with this nonsense. Me included. I'm obsessed with all this nonsense, don't you? Aren't you? Yeah, it's it's hard to hard to argue with that. It's the best part. And some of them are able to make their way into the courtroom. Yesterday, after the judge called for a morning break, a woman in the gallery yelled, "Quote, Johnny, I love you. Our souls are connected." Hmm. Huh. And then uh, Johnny waved to the woman, but then she held up her baby and said, "Quote, this baby is yours." <laughs> and then she was escorted from the courtroom. Uh, there's apparently no video of any of this, but you can get a look at the woman, uh, you know, on, on the tabloid websites. Does it look like someone that, uh, Johnny Depp would impregnate? Oh, she's a little, uh, out there, if you will. Uh, out there. Not there. Not there. Out there. Out there. Uh, two more things to note. Kate Moss is going to testify by video link tomorrow because a rumor came up earlier in the trial that Johnny once pushed her down a flight of stairs. Well, uh... Doesn't moss grow fat on a rolling, rolling body stone? I don't, a, I don't know. Down a flight of I mean, did he, did he push her down the stairs, or was it uh, just a bump? I don't know. See, this is this is why she's going to testify, so we can find out what what really happened. You know that Ellen Barkin? They were they were interviewing her, mm-hmm. and uh, she was saying all uh, all these things. But she, they twisted when, when the New York Post put her quote in the paper. They twisted her words to say, like, you know, he was beating the crap out of me. That's not what she said. She said he has a tendency to get uh, angry, but not physically. So but That's not the quote that they chose to pick. No, they nah. chose to pick the, you know, this, uh, oh, he, he he pushed me. He, he beat huh. me with a poo stick. Interesting how uh, a newspaper would only give you half the story. Well, I mean, they all do it. It's uh, clickbait. You ever click? You ever clicker bait before? 
I do the clicking part. I do the clicker bait all the time. And uh, Courtney Love is walking back comments she made about the trial that kind of shaded Amber. Because, you know, when we want expert advice on a trial, we always ask Courtney Love. Didn't Court TV hire her once as an uh, analyst? I believe she did, next to uh, Dan Abrams. Right. Yeah. I believe she was going to be the next Greta Van Susteren. Yeah. But that didn't happen. Well, she looks like Greta Van Susteren. After all the money ran out. Right. <laughs> After all the drugs took over. I don't uh, know. I think she looks better than Greta Van Susteren. Uh, a source says that Channing Tatum had some patrons kicked out of a London restaurant because he thought they were taking his picture, but they weren't. They were taking pictures of each other. Wow, that's quite an ego there. Yeah, but you know what? That's probably like one of those things. Hey, if you sit here, I bet you I could get Channing Tatum in this photo in this selfie of ours. Under the guise, I'm taking a picture of you. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. What are the odds? Would you Would you bother somebody eating? No. Nope. No. You wouldn't? Are you sure? Well, I mean, we had lunch once, and I found that uh, day was bothering me a little bit. No, I mean, well, like, that's because uh, you had spinach in your teeth. Not really your fault. No, I have large gaps between my teeth. It happens sometimes. They sometimes look like piano keys. Uh, with uh, Top Gun Maverick coming out on Friday, BuzzFeed ranked the 21 best performances of Tom Cruise's career. The top three are A Few Good Men, Magnolia, and Born on the Fourth of July. I'm surprised the appearance with Matt Lauer, uh, with him going nuts on the Today Show, wasn't the top performance. I was going to say the appearance yeah. on the Oprah Show. Oh, yeah, that one, too. But that was when he was in love. He was in love then, and then he was mad at Matt Lauer. Steve, I've been in love, but I don't stand on the furniture. Well, you've never been in love with Katie Holmes. Maybe She's that pretty- would make you stand on the furniture. No, no. Uh, b- Not he- without someone saying, hey, get off the couch. Tom Cruise, by the way, hosted the uh, Late Late Show for James Corden last night. He did? Yeah. Do we have audio of that uh, for um, the we, Now Hear This? I thing? listened to it, but it was like, meh. I mean, I, I if you want to hear some bad audio, I could play it. Was uh, Well, we hear bad audio every time we turn the mics on here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Was yeah. nobody else available for James Corden? I, you know, they're doing all they can to promote this new movie, I guess. Yeah, I really, uh, I wanted to see it two years ago when it was supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this whole, like, delay of the theatrical release. The, the movie has already been, was made, like, five years ago now. And right. now it's coming out. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That you waited this long. Why didn't you just release it on the streaming platform? I think we do have audio of Tom Cruise getting emotional about filming that movie. I think we have that in Now Hear This. We Be do have that. Like, crying like a little schoolgirl. Apparently, at least that's the way they sold the audio. I haven't even heard it yet. You and your Scientology. Yeah. And your, your fake tears. Mm-hmm. What do they call those fake tears? They call them fake tears. Crocodile tears? Crocodile tears. Thank you. Yes, crocodile tear. You and your... What, what is crocodile tears, Alex? Yeah. Right. Kurt Cobain's guitar from the Smells Like Teen Spirit music video sold at auction for $4.5 million. Well, that's jaw-dropping. The buyer was Indianapolis cult owner Jim Ursay. Part of the proceeds went to a mental health charity. Hmm. So it was how much? $4.5 million they got for it. That guitar probably cost less than $700 to buy. Probably, but yeah. it was Kurt Cobain's guitar. Still. Yeah. What good did it do him? Well, his thoughts were all over the place. 
You know, we should start uh, selling items that we've touched or owned here in the studio. I've done that before. I've yeah. auctioned a lot of stuff off for really? charity. Yeah, I had uh, back in uh, December, I auctioned off a Kim Kardashian poster. Oh, that was sitting in my room. You should see some of the paraphernalia I got upstairs in the office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of stuff up there. You got any backs bobbleheads? Yes, I do. Yeah. I mean, I'll need a hacksaw to cut them in half. But yeah, T-shirts, or posters, <laughs> or some sort of billboard uh, yeah. paraphernalia. Yeah, I got some of those. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne is still feeling the effects of his 2003 ATV accident. That's what he's blaming it on. He <laughs> is says he's still he, feeling the effects of 35 years of drug abuse. He says he can't walk properly and he needs neck surgery, so he's uh, healthy enough to get back on the road. Hate when that happens. Why would you go back on the road I don't at know. this age and in your condition? <laughs> I would think that there's enough money in the family he shouldn't have to. Ozzy, you have anything to say about it? Wait a minute. following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6 o'clock on Rock 102. We're going to have weather pretty nice today. Sunshine, clouds, highs in the mid-70s, pretty much the same all week. The weather brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving Western Mass for over 125 years. NoonanEnergy.com. Here's your 125-second sports. 125 seconds? My brain is in a fog. How about the 102-second sports? On Rockies. How since, long are you planning on going here? Since we are on Rock 102, that makes sense. NBA last night, Celtics over the Heat. Let me see if I can get these numbers correct. 102-82. Yeah, that's correct. Celtics blew out the Heat. Game five is tomorrow night. Hockey, the Springfield Thunderbirds going up against Charlotte tomorrow, 7.05 at the Mass Mutual Arena in game two of that series. T-Birds up one zip in that series. And NHL play Tampa Bay. Beat Florida 2-0 to sweep that series. And Colorado over St. Louis 6-3. The Lanch up 3-1 in that playoff series. Baseball, the Red Sox in Chicago to take on the White Sox tonight. Monster Jam coming back to Gillette Stadium Saturday, June 4th at 7 p.m. The event will have, according to this press release, a lineup of athletes performing, including East Longmeadow native Todd LaDuke in Blue Thunder. And speaking of athletes, first day of OTAs for the Patriots, Coach Bill Belichick wearing a Celtics hat last night to support Boston's basketball team. That's it for your 102-second sports. Mac Jones was also on hand at OTAs yesterday, and Bax took notice. He'll have the report next in his view from the couch on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, as a man who has struggled with a lifetime of caloric obstacles and challenges, I certainly know a thing or two about packing on a few pounds. Are you kidding me? I have stretch pants that have burst at the seams after taking them to their very limits of elasticity. Those pants never had a chance, and yet there is nothing that I would like more than to get back down to my original weight. Six pounds, eight ounces. <laughs> but I kid. After months of rigorous workouts and following an equally rigorous nutritional regimen, Patriots quarterback Mac Jones showed up at organized team activities in what is being described as the best physical shape of his life. Gone is the doughy, soft, and flabby physique of a first-round draft pick. Instead, Mac Jones has transformed himself into a rippling bag of muscular definition. 
He is now built like a brick crap house and ready to show the world that he's not playing around. And so far, people are taking notice. People like Patriots receiver Kendrick Bourne, who told reporters yesterday he's in the best shape of his life. He looks really good. His stomach is gone. Kendrick then went on to say he's definitely a lot more in shape than he ever was, just dominating in conditioning. It's dope to see. Now, having seen a few pictures, I would like to say that based upon what I saw, I would like to be a dope too. How did Mac Jones do it? Keto, paleo, ancestral eating? I have no idea. All I know is that I either have to follow his exact footsteps or I'm going to have to become an NFL quarterback. All Jones admitted to is saying that he's quote-unquote cleaned up his diet. Well, that's all I needed to hear. If I clean up after myself, then I can become as ripped as a previously marshmallowy Mac Jones. Of course, I'm sure it's far more complications uh, than just that. I'm sure he's eating things that I really don't want, and he's passing on things that I really love. And while I understand that getting in shape takes a certain level of sacrifice and quite a lot of effort, those are two things I have a natural resistance to. I blame genetics. I also blame food for being delicious, just like I blame weights for being so damn heavy. Having said that, who would like to make pizza in my backyard? The Uni Pizza Oven, available now at Rocky's Ace Hardware. You get a wood-fired pizza all the time, and you can make pizzas all day long. Get an Uni at your grilling destination at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 610 and Joan Jett. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Uh, Mid-70s today, lots of sunshine. Good day to eat escargot. What's up with that? Because it's National Escargot Day. You know, I I tried them (laughs) when I was a kid. I liked them. Now I don't think I could eat snails. Really? No, because it's snails. You know... Because it was all butter and garlic. I'm like, hmm, this is delicious. You work with about 10 of them up in the sales department. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) We used to. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But really, uh, when you get down to it, like little rubber grommets with garlic and butter on them. That's all it is, really. Are you, uh, see, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't. Dissuade me from wanting to have them. I've I've had them. Yeah, and think they're delicious. You still like really, but it's only because of the butter and the garlic. You put butter on garlic on uh, shoe leather, it would taste good. Yeah, eh. but 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 the the shoe leather doesn't have the enough flavor on its own. And believe me, I've tried it. I've chewed <laughs> a, uh, yeah, a pair of espadrilles once and uh, didn't really go down that well. <laughs> would you live through the depression or something? <laughs> Eating to be honest, I mean, shoes? I will try nearly. Everything. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing There's, that I say. I'm, I'm uh, just no, not going to try. you won't eat beets. You've already said that. Because I've had beets. Yeah. And I know for a fact mm-hmm. that no matter how you prepare them, I'm not going to like them. Mm. I'm, I, to me, they taste like uh, like uh, red dirt. And I'm not interested. Mm. I'm not a big fan of maple syrup. If I have to have maple syrup, I, if it's in something else, I will eat it. It would not be my preferred sweetener. But... Uh, yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm really not that picky. <laughs> look at me. Do I look? I push any uh, piece of food away. I don't think so. I'm not. A, I'm not. Uh, I don't like the maple syrup. Really? Yeah. yeah. Guys are yeah. Not, yeah. Well, come on, man. It's uh. all right once in a while. The problem with like, uh, you know, I went to a, a friend's house the other day. Uh, they had a party for their their, their six year old, but. It was supposed to be like in the afternoon, but it was so hot out that uh, they decided to move it to like 10 in the morning. Right. You know, why not have a birthday party at 10 o'clock in the morning? Sure. Get everybody up so early. But you get out of there early. You get out of there early. But we went over there and uh, they had, it was like brunch. It was like waffles and Mm -hmm. it was, I mean, it was really good spread. Sure. But I couldn't do like, I couldn't do those heavy carbohydrates, the, 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 the waffle 
Mm. I think it was Jim Gaffigan who said, uh, you eat pancakes on a Sunday, you're just giving up for the day because you become <laughs> you, because you go into like a like a sugar coma well, from eating uh, eating all that damn sugar. Look at Jim Gaffigan, too. I yeah, mean, look well, at him. He's soft and doughy. Uh, there's uh, some I'm reading from here, nine odd foods that are an acquired taste. Haggis is one of them. I never tried that. I would, I would try haggis. Yeah? Well, that's yes. like tongue, kidneys, mm. brains, feet. Heart, liver, and lungs. Yeah, that's right. Ugh. It's supposed to be delicious. Boiled in a bag. See, but- if what I would do. See, this is what I would do. Ugh. If we were out, let's say we were at the uh, at the le- the the most local Scottish uh, restaurant in town, which we have none. If somebody ordered the haggis, mm-hmm. I would say, "Hey, would you mind if I just try a little bit of haggis?" I wouldn't go to the re- same restaurant and say, mm-hmm. "Get me the biggest platter of haggis." Uh, imaginable. Mm-hmm. I'd want to sample it. And All if right. I like it, the next time I go, I might get it if I like it. How about poutine? Love it. I've never tried it before. I've tried Fantastic. It. <laughs> That's on the list. And then what? tuna eyeballs. Tuna eyeballs, it says. It says many people around the world eat tuna <sighs> eyeballs. I'm a little, I'm a, I, eyeballs of any kind, I think I would have a problem with. Yeah, right. Uh, what about tuna balls? Well, I, I don't think they have them, do they're, they? They're like fish sticks. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm seeing a lot of uh, videos on the TikToks mm. of dudes who are eating uh, testicles, like bull testicles. I've tried them before. Yeah, I see. I've never had, uh, I've never eaten a testicle. Mm. And uh, I'm not jumping at the chance to eat them, but apparently uh, these dudes, and there's like two guys. There's yep. the uh, there's the liver king who eats liver at every meal, mm-hmm. and he's you know completely jacked up, uh, probably on steroids. And there's another guy called the carnivore md same thing they not only eat, eat the uh, the bull testicles they eat them raw oh there's, there's raw, no there's raw. no i like it raw that's disgusting <laughs> no need for that uh because like the chevy chase eating the lamb fries yeah they, they were cooked mm. they were at least they were deep, yeah, deep fried or something yeah uh-huh. i always wanted to try a bull testicle but i never uh you know on a plate Sure. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Not, not like on your nose. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Deep fried. Deep fried is okay. But but Deep but fried. raw? No. Yeah. No. Not, they they uh, they uh, swear by it. Uh. You know, I had a friendly argument with uh, somebody the other day about uh, a particular restaurant that they like. You know, because I'm I say yeah, what's uh, you know which which what what do you where do you like to eat? You know that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, she said uh, Arby's. Oh my god. And I was like, what? What? Like you're you're joking, right? No, and she's like, no, I I love Arby. I'm like, what at Arby's do you like? Like, what could be so good? And she's like, the roast beef. And I'm like, that's not roast beef. Well, if you put ho- <laughs> enough horsey sauce on it, it's roast beef. I guess you could. But yeah. but I'm thinking like the last time I can't even remember the last time I had an Arby's. It has to have been at least ten years ago that yeah. I had that I had Arby's. Yeah, I think thirty for me. And, I used to love it when I was a kid. And I just remember biting into that sandwich going, this tastes nothing like a piece of roast beef at all. <laughs> well, like, this is just some sort of, like, gelled mm, meat-like yeah. product pressed together and then sliced. Well, I'm taking one of the news headlines here from the news coming up, but I'm going to do it because he brought up Arby's. Mm-hmm. They've added a burger oh, geez. To, yeah. to their menu for the first time in their 58-year history. The chef's kiss. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It's it's a, like a uh, a wagyu burger. Yes, yeah. I yes. saw that. 
because uh, whenever I see like I I get like notifications on every meat based story in the news. Right. So, yeah. uh, so I, so I got it all. But it, I, I will say the thing about Arby's is, you know, many, many years ago, they were putrid, mm-hmm. but they improved. Like yeah. suddenly they started to realize, hey, you know what? We're not McDonald's and we're not Burger King and we're not Kentucky Fried Chicken. Right. We are wedged in between and we should do something about the quality of our food. I think they have actually spent more time trying to improve what they do. They're curly fries. I gotta tell you, I, 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 they are on point. But okay, and and this is the thing that's so he, you know, Dave, you just mentioned about the uh, the Wagyu beef burger, yeah, or what, whatever. They're adding it to the menu, yeah. So they're like improving on items that they're not specializing in, mm-hmm. but the one item that they are specializing in, they have not improved, which is roast beef. Mm. Sure. And it's not, to me, it's not like real roast beef. I'm not being a Arby's apologist by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. It's mm-hmm. the, still one of the- You sound uh, like you are. It's still one of the last places I'm going to go. But, uh, you know, I, what I'm saying is our preconceived notions of Arby's may be the thing that is preventing us from going to Arby's. Well, you know well, what I'm saying? They, they, yeah. if, if they have, they employ Ving Rhames- you know, we have the meats, so I guess they gotta have. Dave, we would employ Ving Rhames if he were available. Yeah, we, we would wow. find we would find a place to hold him somewhere. Oh, it close. Costs a lot of money to use his voice in advertising. I think. Yeah. Well, you know, I can. Uh, yeah, I can't. You know, beggars can't be choosers. I can't say, yeah, I'll try a snail or haggis, but I, you know, I, I turn my nose at at an Arby's. You just never know until you try. Yeah, but the experience I have had at Arby's does not make me want to go back to an Arby's. There's really like even even having a Wagyu burf, uh, a, a bur- bur- burp, right? Burp, burp, burger. Ugh. Even having a Wagyu beef burger, right? That doesn't make me want to go to an Arby's again. Let me give you a perfectly good example of a fast food franchise that turned everything around. Do you remember Hardee's? Yes. Yeah. Remember yes. Hardee's? Hardy's bought off uh, Burger Chef many years ago. Burger Chef used to be all the, over the place, mm-hmm. but uh, but they were bought out by Hardee's, and then Hardee's uh, for many years was disgusting, like absolutely awful. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I remember someone saying, "Yeah, I just got a a, a burger at at, uh, at Hardee's. Oh my god, it was so delicious. Came on sourdough bread and had real cheese yeah. on it." I'm going, Hardee's, oh my God, what are you talking about? That's absolute trash. It's that's that that sweatshop uh burgers yeah, that's over there. Gross. gross. Well, I got dragged to a Hardee's. Yeah. God damn it if that guy wasn't right. Hmm. It was exceptional. Yeah. It was wonderful. And I'm thinking really? thinking somehow, somewhere in the corporate structure of that company, somebody said to the CEO, Hey, you know what would be really good? If we serve food that was delicious. And the CEO said, well, we've never done that before. Mm. And yet this young pup was able mm. to convince the entire company yep. to turn things around. And it was delicious. Now, I haven't been to uh, Hardee's in many years. There are none uh, locally anymore mm. that I'm aware of. But, uh, woof, that was uh, that was worth at least 25 years of bad feelings the to Hardee's. go back and say, hey, maybe I uh, uh, misjudged. I remember years ago, uh, before Chick-fil-A came here to Chicopee, uh, we went to Orlando yes. and found a Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Oh, let's! We're so excited! Let's try the Chick Fil A!" Because everybody was raving about 
this chicken sandwich. It's just a chicken sandwich. There's nothing true. special about it. You know, I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, you, you can't even enjoy one on the Lord's Day. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just a frozen chicken sandwich. That's all it is. I don't see anything great about a Chick fil A. There's, I really don't see anything great about any fast food restaurant. Like, uh, like that I want to go back there over and over and over. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Hardee's, I'm on their website right now. They're advertising something called their new primal menu, and there are pictures of dinosaurs on there. Really? <laughs> and uh, I, I'm looking at these memes for Arby's, mm. and this one lady is crying on a bed, and a, her friend is consoling her, and she says, I sent him a picture of my lady parts, and he said, if I'm still at Arby's, get him a number three with a Sprite. <laughs> That's disgusting and suggestive. I don't want to see that horsey sauce anywhere. You know, I, I'm looking for Hardee's, by the way. Find a Hardee's. I don't see one anywhere. I, there may not be any Hardee's anywhere anymore. I, I'm looking I across know, the man. entire United States here. I don't see them anywhere. You know as good as that Sonic. That yes. Was, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, that's the difference. It's, it's, right. Everybody's got their own little preference. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean... Listen, I'm not a huge fast food guy. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, it's okay. I'd rather go down to like a a privately owned restaurant owned by like a like a, an owner, like local. I'd rather eat local if I could. Sure. So, you know, I'm not dying to get to to a Hardee's, but or a Sonic for that matter. But in a pinch, I don't know if you had to spin the wheel on fast food restaurants that I I every time I pass I can't not go. Mm-hmm. Like a White Castle. Oh, yeah. yeah. I go to a White Castle, I, like, right... I would leave the show right now mm -hmm. to go get us a whole bunch so, of White Castles. All right, you know what? I take back what I said. I would do a White Castle. A too. White Castle. That would be the one that I would like to have around. What, they got in Michigan, maybe? Is they got White Castle in Michigan, I think? No, right? they, well, they do, but they've also got them in uh, New Jersey and New oh. York. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can find them there. Mm. And you say, well, it's just... This is no big deal. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, when you're on a road trip and you can, you know, pack down eight of those things. Hey, I buy the ones, uh, the frozen ones, the frozen ones in the box in the in the like in the Costco and stuff. stuff like that. They got them right. I don't know if Costco has them, but I, I think Big Y's got them. Yeah, big, well, yeah, Big Y's got really? them, and it's like the regular. They sell them like six in a box or something like Sweet. that. Sweet. Pretty well, cool. There you go. Right. Well, we've, oh. we've covered it all here today. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad we all made ourselves hungry. It's Well, it is endless breakfast day. Well, there's no breakfast in front of me. I don't see nothing here. Uh, talking about it is as good as anything, I guess. It's 623 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's Jeep Freedom Days. This Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 629. And the doors of back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Going to be another nice day today. Sunny and a high of 76. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 74. It's 53 right now in downtown Springfield. Tomorrow night, the uh, Springfield Thunderbirds taking on the Charlotte Checkers in Game 2 of, uh, of the Calder Cup uh, playoffs. We'll have tickets for tomorrow night's game uh, today and again tomorrow. And then there'll be uh, an upgrade. Uh, one lucky winner chosen at random. To, uh, to be upgraded. So uh, those tickets are coming up later on this morning. And don't forget the famous Paul's game for McCartney tickets at Friendly uh, Fen friendly Fenway Park. Make sure you uh, write down all five uh, famous Paul's and maybe you'll be chosen at random to win those tickets. Yeah, that would be sweet. Yes, it is. And by the way, uh, somebody was asking, hey, I can't find out. I can't figure out how to sign up for that contest online. You don't. You don't. You listen to the radio. Yeah. You got to so, listen. You actually have to listen to the physical radio. 
Yeah, so every time yeah. you hear the promo and it has a different Paul in it, you know, write down who you think that famous Paul is, and and that's how you play. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how you win. You, there's there's nothing right. to sign up for, at least not yet. So and, uh, and then you uh, could win those tickets. Yes. The Absolutely. rules and details are at rock102.com. You can definitely check them out yeah, there. Yeah, but there's no signing up for that on the website. No. All it's right. all pure. It's the old time, old-timey radio contest. Yeah, well, you may have to like sharpen a number two pencil, grab yourself a piece of paper to scratch your thoughts down, and then uh, name all five Pauls for the tickets. Listen, man, I think it's a, I think it's a great idea, and uh, it's like the old radio. I, I told you about the one when I was like in high school. I was trying to win the one here. It was like $30,000 you were giving away for 30 years of classic rock. And it had like five different, vo- 30 years of classic rock. Do you remember this contest? I, I do. I just find mm-hmm. it hard to imagine that our company would come up with $30,000 to give away. Unless well, there was some sort of catch. It, it wasn't them giving it away. It was some other person oh, giving see. it away. I but no uh, but uh yeah, I think those are those are the, that's the thing that you, you make let people listen to the station. You're always listening to listen to that next clip. I think that I think that's a great way to rope people in. I was out of the room for a moment. Did Steve give away the answers to the famous Paul's game again or not? No, uh, no, not, not this hour. No. We're running short on listen, time. Listen, uh, so. I just I kind of see that as like a, a little Easter egg, if you will. <laughs> if you want to go back on the podcast from Monday, you can hear all the answers from yesterday, but they're all wrong. Okay, so you're going to have to figure this out on your own. I can't help you with any of it. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. It's 6.32. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Bank ESB, a local bank. they got convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to set you on the right path. Unlock your potential at bankesb.com. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Uh, recapping the top story that I gave up a few moments ago. Arby's, we have the meat. Arby's now has a burger, by the way, for those of you interested in that. That's our top story. Dom Sarno is back in public, by the way, after having a battle with COVID. He was at a press conference yesterday for a Springfield family that benefited from a Habitat for Humanity house. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But no. Oh, you're really looking for uh, no, uh, no. I mean, listen, we're not we're not looking to you to give us a dom dom impersonation. If it happens, it happens. If listen, it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm surprised COVID doesn't even uh, COVID even exists anymore. Because once I was done with it, it should be gone completely, mm-hmm. eradicated. Jumping he, Jehoshaphat, I got me a COVID. He was uh, wearing a mask yesterday during the press oh, conference. Wow. By the way, so he's still being protective, even though he should be done with it by now, right? Um, I don't know if this is what number day this yeah. is. I don't remember the exact day he tested positive, mm. but yeah, he's, you know, listen, he's a smart fella. He, uh, he's going to play it safe for now, but that mask is going to come off and then there'll be problems. Right. Democratic attorney general candidate Quentin Palfrey is honing in on Central and Western Mass in an attempt to lock in votes and pave his path to success, according to a story in MassLive.com. As an example of his commitment to Western Mass, he pledged to investigate the environmental hazards at the Roderick L. Ireland Courthouse on State Street in Springfield. He says that if it were in Boston that this was happening, they'd have a solution by now. He's got a good point. He's got a good point, but just because he says that as a campaign promise doesn't mm. mean it's going to come true. 
But you think he's not the only one who's done that before? I'm sure if I were running, well, let's put it this way. If I were running for an elected office, mm-hmm. which will never happen, but if it ever happened, right. I would say just about anything I could to get a vote. Because that's your job. So uh, while he may say, oh, yeah, I'll be the first to investigate to the bottom, you know, get to the bottom of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. If he wins, yeah, I don't think it's one yeah. of the first 15 things he does. Actually, yeah, that's just me. In Northampton, the uh, Smith Vocational and Agricultural High School building, two problems. You know, you had the roof blown off because of the wind that affected Steve out where he lives, and then you had a fire that damaged the horticulture building there less than 24 hours later. The school principal and superintendent confirming there will be school today despite the damage caused by the back-to-back catastrophes. But all horticultural classes have been suspended? No, no, it doesn't say that. I don't know whether they just moved to a different wing of the building, or maybe yeah. you can have the horticultural classes outside on a nice day like today. Who knows? What's uh, horticulture is what? Uh, it's a study of uh, horticults. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it's uh, plants. Yes, You're studying plants. plants. All right, so you have an open-air uh, greenhouse now. That's all. <laughs> well, go. that's what he's saying. Yeah. Outdoor. Yes, right. The, wor- the yeah. world is an outdoor yeah, what's greenhouse. The, there really shouldn't be an issue here. Right. We, we used to have outdoor classes all yeah. the time when it was nice spring weather, right? One of your best teachers, hey, let's go have class outdoors today, kids. Nah, none of my teachers like that. No? No. We always stayed inside. Hmm. You know what? That uh, I, I remember doing that, and I remember that it was really more for the teacher to just get outside and not really do anything here everybody takes a paragraph and reads from the book mm-hmm. and then the teacher would be sitting there like uh smoking cigarettes right. and drinking bourbon and right yeah having mm-hmm. a good old time yeah. outside i had a teacher that always called on me to read uh like you have paragraphs in a story well maybe that's because you were so outspoken as a, you had the young broadcasting chops before you were even in broadcasting mm-hmm. she always thought i gave a like a little bit extra to the reading of a Oh, whatever horse crap book yeah, we were looking right. at. Is that the lie she told you? Yeah, that was one of the many lies she told me. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to be outside, be careful around Rubber Thread Pond. The East Hampton Health Department informing residents of a possible cyanobacteria algae bloom. A large amount of green residue in the lake indicates the bloom may, quote, exceed the guidelines for recreational bodies of water. What is it called? The red cyanobacteria no, algae I'm, bloom. I'm, I'm sorry, Dave. The name of the pond? Oh, Rubber Thread Pond. Rubber Thread Pond. In East Hampton. I wonder if that's that's got to be the one that's there, that's like right in the center of town there. I guess. Because, I mean, I'm looking at it now. Well, residents are asked to avoid swimming, fishing, kayaking and boating of any kind and also if your pet may have come into contact with the algae you should mm-hmm. wash your pet and contact your local veterinarian i'm looking yeah. at pictures now it is a uh, prolific bloom i don't i don't, you know, I, I don't i'm not a pond swimmer i i <laughs> you know give me a pool that's nice and clean i can see the bottom of it but you know like i don't like swimming and having like my feet touch like Plants. We we got a pool yeah, in. I like that. Got a pool in a pond. I think a pond would be good for you. Yeah, probably. But I don't know. I uh, I'm more of a I'm more of a pool swimmer. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't like touching stuff on the bottom, like you know, reeds and stuff. Ugh, gross. All right. So it's the pond behind like uh, all those businesses on like Payson Avenue there, the one that goes right through the center of East Hampton. Ah, yes. So, now I know what you're talking about. Well, uh, 
I, I, it was just weird that I never heard that name before, that rubber thread pond. It is a great name for a pond. I, I bet there's even people in East Hampton didn't realize it had a name. Yeah, there's yeah, there's probably that too. People living nearby us in Long Meadow, close to the radio station, apparently reaching out to Western Mass News to complain about illegal dumping in a conservation area. Car tires, office chairs, large piles of wood material, neighbors complaining because apparently other neighbors hiking down to the Connecticut River in the conservation area of Longmeadow, just dump everything. Garbage bags with diapers, leftover home repair materials. Per state law, wow. a person can be fined up to $5,500 for a first offense of illegal dumping and fifteen grand for subsequent well, offenses. They're, they're not going to, uh, you know, considering their streets are paved with gold, I mean, you're probably not going to get people dumping their refuse in right. the nicer sections of town. Right. You go to the conservation area to do that. No, you do what other people do. You go to Enfield. Down to the dump it there. <laughs> you go to Forest Park in Springfield. You dump it right there on the, uh, yeah. what is that, Porter Lake Drive Oh in yeah, Springfield? That's where you'd start dumping right stuff. Right near the Barney Estate. You go mm. over there and you dump your That's trash. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Right near the carriage house? Right in that mausoleum. Yeah. You throw the oh, yeah. trash Listen, right inside that, the mausoleum. You got that big dingle on yeah. the, on, the, on either side of, uh, of Dickinson Street. Yeah, that's... Yeah, if uh, that's where I used to do all my illegal dumping when I lived in that neighborhood. Mm. Now it's got cameras. Now you no, no. If you got a big dingle, by the way, you should be proud of that, in my opinion. Springfield has got more than its share of deep dingles. Trinity Health of New England has laid off a bunch of people. 12 of its 380 unionized nurses and some translators and other staffers at Mercy Medical Center, according to the Massachusetts Nurses Association. Mercy Parent Trinity Health reported a $3.8 billion in profit margin last year nationwide. Mercy Medical Center itself reporting a $15 million profit, but five physicians groups were part of Trinity reporting a collective loss of about $20 million. Thus, perhaps one of the reasons for the layoffs. It's too bad because honestly, uh, you know, you're in the you're in a pandemic. There are plenty of people who go to Mercy that may not speak uh, English and may mm-hmm. need the services of a of an interpreter. Right to let go of nurses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are certain you know medical specialties where it is hard to find a local doctor who does these things anymore. Yeah. You know, it just kind of shows you what a mess healthcare has become. You know, financially and everything else. And yes. These larger companies are, are turning a profit, but there's a lot of doctors out there that are, you know, that uh, aren't getting the reimbursements that they used to get, being you know forced to work ridiculous hours, mm-hmm. and the amount of money they're spending every year in malpractice insurance. Yep, it almost makes uh, being a doctor not that appealing. I mean, it's one of the reasons why you guys waited for what was it, twelve hours? Yeah. Well, you and your wife recently? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We waited 12 hours at the at the emergency room right. at at Bay State. And yeah, it's it's a matter of a lack of staffing. Mm-hmm. And they've, you know, and and it's, you know, no fault of their own. You know, and we, we were able to we were able to go to Mercy and we had a, a, a good experience there. Those are great people working at both hospitals. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, you talk to a doctor away from his office privately about, you know, the state of healthcare. They just shake their heads and say, had I known what this was going to be like when I mm. 
was in college, I would have decided to do something else. Would have gone into broadcasting. No. (laughs) That's the one profession that's worse. (laughs) And finally, a cashier in London has been awarded $90,000 because everyone at her workplace was invited out to happy hour except her. Because of the fallout, she quit. Then she found out about the happy hour because her coworkers talked about it in front of her. She resigned and filed a lawsuit saying that they excluded her from happy hour and it forced her to, quote, lose the opportunity to bond with her colleagues. She was awarded just under 93 grand in damages because she wasn't invited out to happy was hour. It, was it ever explained why she was not invited out? Like she's a jerk or a big fat buzzkill? Does it matter? You yes. can't exclude somebody. We've excluded people <laughs> for years. Steve, remember all those people that we wouldn't invite to our little gatherings? Yeah. 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 And then, um, now where are they? They're dead. That's right. Yeah. And we liked it. Yeah. <laughs> We're, they're dead and we don't have to see them ever again. That's right, yeah. Steve. It's 643 with back Steve and Dave. We- Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 650 and the Foo Fighters. We're back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. going to be a beautiful day today. Sunny and a high of 73. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 76. It's 53 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, you know how it's uh, Memorial Day weekend? Yeah. It's coming up. Uh, get ready for Memorial Day block party weekend beginning Friday at 3 here on Rock 102. When was the last time we did a block party weekend? Uh, last Memorial Day? I'm not even sure we did one last Memorial Day. I don't Memorial even think Day. we did last Memorial Day. I think it's been about uh, six or seven years it's at least. It's been far too long. We're playing blocks of uh, rock from your favorite classic rockers all weekend long. It's all brought to you by the Tommy Carr Auto Group, and it starts... The uh, on this Friday at three o'clock, it's the Rock One Two Block Party Weekend on Rock One O Two Springfield's Classic Rock. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's good to have a block party weekend every now and then. Yeah, we got bad things too. Time for Rock One O Two to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. A woman named Isabel Haldane says she can see the face of fictitious character Gandalf Grey from The Hobbit in the floorboards of the cottage she rents out to the public. Gandalf's face is on the floor. Yes. It's become a drawing card for her place that she rents. Is there a chance that maybe she should consider cleaning the floor? Why would you want to clean the floor if that's a drawing card to... Earn yourself some money. Because I don't want people in my house. That's first and foremost. Well, you, you do if you're going to make money out of it. Yeah, Especially when you're away. You know how people get when they're in your house. Yeah. Have you ever tried put, putting your house up on, was it Airbnb or something like that? No, I never did that. I, w- I would always be too afraid to do something like that. I got a buddy of mine who did that, and he said within hours, he mm-hmm. suddenly got like... Dozens of people yeah. attempting to rent his home during the summer. Where did he live, though? Well, he's got a separate place where he can go live. Yeah, and so you know, I guess no. I mean, where where was the home though? Uh, in New York, in like Syracuse area, and people were renting the Clam- home, clamoring. And he's a, he's got, he doesn't have a special house. It's got it's nothing like the uh, it's not a beautiful land or anything like that. It's just yeah. like it's it's available and it was inexpensive for people to rent. See, I, I don't think I'd want people. Uh in my house when I'm not there, mm. even if all my valuables are locked up 
and a, like a safe. What if you were making hundreds of dollars every time somebody rented your house? Well, it's not all about the money, Dave. Sometimes you just got to say, what's convenient for me? To have extra cash or to have to clean a house, uh, you know, clean up after somebody leaves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about we, that. Uh, you know, before my mother passed away, one of the ideas was, hey, maybe we should rent her house out. And uh, it just wasn't gonna. It wasn't gonna happen. It, it, there was too many personal affects inside the house. You gotta. Mm-hmm. You, you have to like make those generic. You know, like uh, like you go into a hotel room. It's mm-hmm. like generic paintings and things like that. It's right. not like you have pictures of other other people's kids. But the more we dove into the cost of all that, mm-hmm. right? It would have cost a hell of a lot more to do all the repairs to get the house up to code in order for it to be able to be rented. Because you don't want to uh, get involved in, you know, code violations or anything like that. And uh, it was more hassle than what it was worth in well, that particular case. Imagine, though, if you took the floorboards or something like that and you created, like, images of uh, Teddy Bruschi or Mayor Sarno or somebody mm-hmm. like that. and then people Someone on the same level as a Gandalf. Exactly. I got you. And then... <laughs> I like that. It's like you see Dom Sardo on the steps of City Hall. <laughs> see? You shall not pass! See? Dingbats. Dingbats. People would rent that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. By, I don't know. By the way, the woman that owns the cottage saying she now challenges the guests to find the face on the floorboard, and apparently one group is vowing to come back because they failed to locate it the first time. Oh, well... I guess we must have missed it. So we'll come back and rent your place again just so we can look for Gandalf (laughs) from The Hobbit. The woman that owns the property says, quote, We feel very privileged to have one of the greatest wizards from literary history living right in our sitting room. Mm, There you go. So I don't know. Just saying you could do that. As long as we're talking about residences, Blake Morris and Maggie Morton are both U.S. Coast Guard helicopter pilots. They've turned one of their helicopters into a bed and breakfast. No kidding. You can check it out. There are pictures now. I know that you've got a a camper up in Vermont, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Maybe you could add a helicopter to that whole thing. Yeah. They converted it, and they've even started an Instagram account called at Helicamper RV. They're documenting their progress in the conversion. So their helicopter slash camper, helicamper, Features numerous amenities, including outdoor speakers, an outdoor TV hookup, and more. Theoretically, mm-hmm. you, we could probably <laughs> transform some of that land into a helipad if we had to. There you go. But I don't know, man. I mean, I kind of like to eat my meals on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, not flying. I find uh, not I, flying. Di- it's, it's, I digest better that way. I hear you, but th- this helicamper is not flyable. It's it just sits what? on a pl- piece of property now. I'm looking at uh, helico- helicampers mm-hmm. online here, and these look like the old cargo helicopters. Yes, like yes. These big giant, you know, multi passenger type of uh, things. Exactly right. Yeah, they're not the little tiny. Bubbles with wings, but yeah, the huge things. Well, you're supposed to put the wingspan in the spot that you're in. You just leave it there. You got no wing. You don't need wings. It ain't flying anywhere. It's stationary. Oh, it doesn't fly at no, all. No, it's grounded. It's just stationary. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, what's the point of that then? Well, I don't know. You, you could take. A, what I'm thinking is you could take an old car of yours. 
for instance, yeah. and turn it into a camper or an SUV or something like that. Suppose you could. You could turn anything into a camper. Especially if you've got Dom Sarno's image on the floorboards there as well. I saw a guy one time turn a school bus, like a short school bus, See? into uh, like a camper with an air conditioner, like a full-on window air conditioner in the back. And I'm like... What do you have in there that is generating that kind of power? Right. To uh, like, you must have to have some kind of big giant generator inside the bus. Yeah. To run a a, a you got to yeah. run that uh, big ass air conditioner. I mean, because you, you can't have that thing idling all day, no, right? No, you can't. Yeah, there's rules against that. Mm-hmm. Hey, all sorts of NTR opportunities out there for non traditional revenue. If you really think about it. You might be right. It's 6.57 with back Steve and Dave. We've got the 102-second sports coming up in just a couple of minutes and a new world record to talk about. Stay tuned. Hey, Springfield kids, you need to know your father is living a lie. No, he doesn't have another family, as far as we know. It's just that your lame father's dead. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock for back Steve and David. And by the way, I found that doesn't work, by the way. Which thing? Holding on loosely. Doesn't work. Uh, it depends what you're holding on to. Well, I'm talking about a woman, or you know. Oh no, I was thing. talking about other things. Oh, well, that should that wouldn't work either. I, I mean, I like think. to I like to hold things and, like, and avoid bruising, yeah. or uh, you know, like squishing. Well, that makes sense. But if you're trying to hold on to like a, a power tool or something like that, that wouldn't work either. Well, yeah, but you, you don't want to hold on too loosely. You don't want to. That's you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. A, you got a chainsaw. You right. don't want to put that thing through your leg. Well, they don't you're say, holding on too loosely. Yeah, they don't say how loose to hold on. That's, That's what I'm point. saying. I'll be thinking of that. When I hear that two hours from now. Okay. You know, uh, if you miss any part of this witty repartee on the Back Steve and Dave show, mm. check out the daily podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also uh, check out Backstreet's musical podcast. My guests this week are Stevie Moore, the godfather of home recordings. Since 1969, he has recorded more than 400 double albums in his own home, largely by himself, some collaborations along the way. One of the uh, the most overlooked musical geniuses of the last hundred years, and that is no exaggeration, and that it's not just me saying that. But uh, you can also check out the other uh, episodes. There's more than uh, 85 other interviews and other things on Baxi's musical podcast, again, on rock102.com. I'm laughing because I think Mr. Nagel just took yeah. a photograph of the television. He finally got what he's been searching I, you know, for. I got it, but it's not even that great, and maybe, uh, I don't know. Well, let's see. How did it, how bad did it come out? It's it's like it's, but you can't see the little arrows. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. What I'm doing is uh, Eddie Munster, who's on TV every morning mm-hmm. on Twenty Two. I don't think given. that's his name. Well, whatever. Uh, Eddie Junior. I, I I don't know. He he looks like Eddie Munster, <laughs> and he's doing the weather forecast. Mm-hmm. And then every morning he does the, and I'm sure they all do it. But it's like this wind direction map. It's wind speeds, and then they got arrows like going all over the place. Okay, right, right. right. And it uh, looks to me, uh, in my interpretation, mm-hmm. uh, like a uh, uh, a puddle of stomach pancakes, if you will. Oh, um, what and, are you uh, what are you suggesting? And you couldn't capture it on your cell phone I, I with got, a screenshot you know, there. I show you, I yeah. got that. Yeah, but no, not, not the what you, you're talking no. about. If yeah. you zoom into it a little bit, I think you can see it. It looks like yeah, it looks like a. If you can zoom into it, then you could probably edit it down and then uh, and post it that way. Your jailhouse confetti forecast for today. Hmm. Uh, Chris Buzakis. Is the guy you're talking about? Oh well, there's a lot of 
Busakas going on over there. <laughs> yes, there's right. Busakas all yeah. over the place. It's yeah, my Busakas map. <laughs> <laughs> I threw a Busakas party and no one came. I wonder what happened. Anyhow, uh, <clears throat> anyway, so. Uh, no one? No, no one, one came. Not, not one person. Not a single not person. One wow. person. Finally. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gear yourself up for Damn. nothing but disappointment. I, th- I think maybe a little bit of editing, zooming in. <laughs> Yeah. You, know, you should be able to show what we're talking about. I'm sure this man really appreciates the fact that I just <laughs> compared his name to uh, an uncouth practice yes, in, in, uh, out of Japan. <laughs> <laughs> we got news next to Rock 102. Hampshire Fire Protection LLC in Westfield has... A- it's 7.33. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Yankee Homes Memorial Day sale all month long. Get $1,400 off, plus free safety bars and custom shelving. Call Yankee Home right now. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. Following a bout with COVID-19 and a little time spent recovering at home, Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno is back in public. He was at a press conference yesterday for a Springfield family benefiting from a Habitat for Humanity home that was built for them. And Mayor Sarno was wearing his mask, and he will be out and about today as city officials will gather at Forest Park to commemorate a new 85-foot flagpole being installed and to be dedicated with a ceremony this afternoon starting at 2.15. Is it replacing an old flagpole? No. It's an installation of a new flagpole in Forest Park. It was the dream of a couple intending to honor veterans. It stands at the site where hemlock trees were once planted to form the original shape of the V for those veterans who fought. Huh during wars, especially World War II. So this flagpole will be overlooking picturesque Porter Lake in Forest Park. Uh, Yes. Porter Lake. Yes. And it's a place where I go just about every day during the summertime to ride my bicycle. So I think I'm going to go there today, and hopefully I'll see Mayor Sarno. Have you seen the pole? I, I haven't noticed it. So you want to see the pole? Oh, you're going to see the pole. You're going to see the pole. I don't think we're talking about the same pole. No. <laughs> Uh, Get the pole out of the crawl space. <laughs> Listen, you dingbats. When I stare into the abyss, the abyss nervously looks away. The ceremony today wow. will honor all veterans who have served and sacrificed their lives for the country as part of this ceremony. Again, 2.15 today at Forest Park. COVID-19 is a desperate attempt to develop a vaccine against Dom Sano. It's very deep, don't you think? A little. He gets he gets philosophical sometimes, I suppose. But I see him uh, more uh, threatening to punch COVID right in the suck. When lightning strikes me, the sky gets a scar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll uh, pass along these thoughts to Mayor Sarno if I see him today at the special ceremony. I'm Forest the Park. reason that dingbat Waldo hides because <laughs> he knows I'm coming to get him. I found I found more people than that. Champions of the breakfast of Maya Dom Dom. <laughs> that one you could sell as part of a slogan, I think. You know what I did over the weekend in, hmm. so, in, in confinement? I played Jenga with Stonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, from you know, death once had a near Dom Dom experience. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's ghosts out there that tell dumb, dumb stories around a campfire. <laughs> How strong is your hair, Mayor Sarno? Uh, it's very strong, Dave. Thank you for asking. God bless. All right. Uh, bada bing, bada boom. Bada. <laughs> so from Porter Lake at uh, Forest Park, where Mayor Sarno will be today, to Rubber Thread Pond, another body of water in East Hampton, that particular body of water has too much algae in it and possible cyanobacteria contamination. According to the East Hampton Health Department, they're informing residents to stay away from Rubber Thread Pond because of the green residue indicating the algae bloom, and it may be in excess of guidelines for recreational bodies of water. So no swimming, no fishing, no kayaking of any kind, and keep your pets away from rubber thread pond. You know, I don't know much about this rubber thread, but I do know a little bit about rubber biscuits. Have you ever heard of a wish sandwich? sandwich? A wish sandwich, sandwich is the kind of a sandwich, sandwich where you, you have wish. two slices of bread and you, you wish. <laughs> wish you had some meat. Anyway, uh, what else is going on in the news? You could have saved that for now, hear this coming up in a few minutes well, we for still, crying out loud. We no, still no, could, no, Dave. No, I mean, the, the no. show's not over. All right. Was that the Algae Blooms Brothers, by the way, there? Ooh, not? that's good. Hey, Ooh, Algae Blooms Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Killed a couple more seconds. Hey, in Northampton. <laughs> I'll just be over here dribbling my bowling ball. <laughs> In Northampton, a fire heavily damaging the horticulture building at Smith Vocational and Agricultural High School Monday afternoon. Now, (sighs) if you think this sounds like a replay, it's not. That building also suffered the roof blowing off 24 hours earlier because of those strong winds that came through town. Those poor, poor horticults. Yes. The school principal and superintendent confirming there will be school today, though, despite the damage caused by back-to-back catastrophes. Well, what could go on on a th- like a, like? You're not gonna have a catastrophe today. You're not gonna have like three catastrophes in a row. I don't know. Are they? Well, I don't know. What I mean, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be beautiful weather today, so I would think not. But something caused the fire there yesterday. I guess maybe some pestilence going on at the this is a high Smith school. Vocational Agricultural High School. I don't know. Mm. Well, I wouldn't be going to school there today. I'd, I'd fear the, the third string well, of... First of all, I think you're probably too old to be a student. Uh, Why? Who's that? Why? What? That's pretty mean. Why? I could still learn. I'm sure you could still learn, but probably not at the high school level. Hmm. You look like a teacher. You know okay. what we should do? We should play Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Because I think Dave would ace that test. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And I think you and I would fail. Would fail it. I would fail miserably. Oh, yeah. I was a horrible student. 
As long as we're talking about kids, this is a serious story. The FBI saying a troubling increase in sextortion cases has reached Western Mass. According to Springfield Police Department spokesperson Ryan Walsh, he told 22 News that teenage boys and young men are typically targets of the scam. According to the FBI, sextortion is a serious crime and happens when somebody threatens to distribute sensitive material like nude photographs if you don't provide them with sexual favors or money. And young boys are being targeted because they spend a lot of time online, and they're especially vulnerable because of loneliness during Mm COVID-19. You also have a number of highly predatory individuals that would do something like this in the first place. Right. It's disgusting. Yeah. So uh, beware of that, and you might want to pass this information along to your teenagers who are online and spending a lot of time online, and even more so these days. There's so many jobs out there. You can't just go get a job instead of trying to extort somebody out of their money. Uh, Yeah. Apparently, some people don't have enough hireable skills. That's weird. It's 741 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next and Now Hear This, we've got... The Holyoke Police Department and some special maneuvers that they're conducting. We've got Dom Sarno back from his COVID illness with some special words of wisdom. The real Dom Sarno, by the way, not Steve posing as Dom Sarno. COVID is now over. (laughs) I killed two stones with one bird. (laughs) And we've also got Tom Cruise Getting all emotional. All that's coming up and now hear this on Rock 102. Hey, Mom, how about we pretend to be dogs? I'll say, hey, you need a... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 746 and Queen with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Uh, clouds this morning, but then sunshine this afternoon and a high of 73. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 76. It's 55 in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 and Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics went to send you to see Paul McCartney at Fan Friendly Fenway on June 7th. You got uh, an opening in your calendar for that one? Yes, I do. June 7th. All you need to do is tune in all week and listen for the five famous Pauls. And on Friday, this Friday, May 27th, we will open up the phones, and the first caller to identify all five famous Pauls wins the tickets. One winner will get a pair of tickets to the show and a $102 cash card. It's your chance to see Paul McCartney at Fenway, brought to you by Nor'East Organic Life Hydroponics. Go see Brett. He knows Grow and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Now, you cannot sign up online. You just have to listen to Rock 102. When you hear the promo, there will be a famous Paul in the middle of it. Write who you think that Paul is then on Friday. We'll ask you for all five Pauls. Yeah, when we open the phones. I see people are trying to jump the gun. They're trying to ask us on our Facebook page, when are you going to open the phones on Friday so I could be first in line? When we damn well feel like it. Exactly. Well, actually, we have a time picked out. But that's, for the most part, what when we damn... I don't know that yet, but we'll figure <laughs> that out. Uh, anyway, the rules are very, very specific. Yes, so somebody's going to win the whole schmear coming up on Friday, right? Yes. Right. All right, here we go. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno recovered from COVID and appearing in public yesterday telling Western Mass News. As Gene Autry would sing in his old singing cowboy days, I'm back in the saddle again. There you go. Back where a friend is a friend. Where the Longhorn... Oh, man. I don't remember the name of the rest of the song. 
Well, I, I love I yeah. love our mayor. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I again, I hope to see him today at Forest Park, where he where he will be appearing to honor the new flagpole being put up. You know how Nagel got that uh, micro burst at his house the other day? How's that? That was a result of me punching the wind. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Mayor Sarno, you control the weather as well. You know how I season my meat? How's that? Pepper spray. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I once hit a huge rock with my golf club. <laughs> really? We call it the moon now. <laughs> As Gene Autry would sing in his old singing cowboy days, I'm back in the saddle again. You dingbats down here in Springfield need to go to a gym and stop shoplifting. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. <clears throat> you must have something else. I do. I have for you. I don't flush notes. the toilet. I just scare the crap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Holyoke Police Captain Matthew Moriarty telling Western Mass News about Holyoke's new Gang Suppression Unit, or GSU, along with its Mobile Policing Unit, or MCP, this is a vehicle that they use for specific reasons, according to Captain Moriarty. With this vehicle and the funding, we're able to go all through the city uh, to areas that uh, normally we would call hotspots, uh, either due to gang activity or drug activity. So we uh, welcome the children to come over. Uh, we try to put it in areas where children will be playing, so officers will partake in it. We'll have basketballs and footballs, so the officers will once in a while get into a game of catch. There you go. The officers yeah. have a little catch. Oh, hold on a Second. Let me yep. put my drugs down. Let's yes. play some pickle. Exactly. Who needs these drugs? <laughs> There's badminton in that van. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, hold on. Watch my drugs. I'm going to hit a little fungos out to the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, Officer Bumbles in his retirement years. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Who wants to go play basketball? Huh? Oop! I thought I had my gun, but I don't know where it is no more. <laughs> Oopsie. Whoopsie. My bad. You see, there is a uh, police officer in Holyoke that mm. forgot his gun uh -huh. in a restroom. Uh, 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 not only, he had two gun incidents. One gun was stolen from his pickup truck while he was on a road detail. Yes. Only to be found, coincidentally, mm -hmm. On a ride along with the mayor a year later That's in an right. alleyway. Yes. And then the same guy was patrolling at the Holyoke Mall and had to uh, answer the call of nature. Mm -hmm. And uh, call of duty. Yes. Yeah, call of duty. He was on duty. He, uh, he accidentally left his service weapon in the bathroom. And his name, ironically, was Officer Bumbles. Wow! Yeah, I ain't well. Wow, that's kind of a we gave, we gave him, him but yes. uh, and they want to out the poor guy. And apparently, he never really liked that impression very no much. No kidding. I, I don't know why. Really? Yeah, I have I no why. idea. Why. And was the gun ever recovered? Uh, the gun was recovered. It was recovered very quickly uh, because I think he realized, hey, it's in the bathroom, mm. and then, uh, you know. It's just one of those things. That's one of those things that you don't want to be known for. Yeah. There were other things being fired off in that bathroom mm -hmm. that day. Oh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs>
Was the gun he left behind a Top Gun? Oh, I see what you're trying ooh, to do there. You're trying to weave things together, aren't you? I am. You? I am. Clip. All right, Betsy Ross, what else you got? <laughs> Clip number three. I didn't think they made standard transmissions anymore, but you're just shifting gears like it's going out of style, my friend. <laughs> Wait, you should say that as Dom Sarno, yeah. though, shouldn't you? No, I okay. shouldn't. So anyway, Top Gun is coming out. Tom Cruise filmed it and apparently got a little Twitter-pated during the filming of the new Top Gun sequel. Just seeing those locations and feeling the responsibility and how do we figure this out? It was emotional. He is such a BS artist. Emotional, yeah. Was was the twenty million dollars per film you get you were getting more emo- emotionally challenging? I don't get the hype over this movie. The movie was supposed to come out in July of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And can I can I just say uh, for the record, I I never saw the first Top Gun. I've only seen. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding. You. I've only never seen s- portions the, of it. By the way, I've seen. Portions I've never seen that, it once. Why would you not watch that? I don't know. Uh, why would anyone uh, not do anything? It just uh, never had the occasion, and no longer have the desire. Bex, your ego is writing checks. Your body can't cash. If you don't shape up, I'm going to have you delivering a load of rubber dog poo out of Hong Kong. Is that from the movie? That was from the movie. Oh, I was going to say, it's like I have no idea what you're talking about because, you see, I did not I see that I feel the film. need. The need for speed. Yeah, see, You I know didn't. that one. You know that one. No, Even if, if you, you haven't if, seen the movie, you know no, that one. I, I really don't. Come on, Goose. Take me to bed or lose me forever. See, again. That was Meg Ryan, I, by the way. Really? Yeah. I like there, but uh, in her day, but uh, no, never saw it. Never saw it, and probably will never see it. And but then you missed the best version of "Take My Breath Away" in history, right? Because wasn't that in that movie too? Yeah, the Berlin song. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm all set. <laughs> and Kelly McGillis when she was good looking. Yeah, that dude was hot. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't need to really see any of that. Her Adam is so pretty. Mow, mow. There is a good yesterday and today picture of Tom Cruise with Kelly McGillis from yeah. years ago and today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She didn't. Uh, she didn't make the trip like he did. Look it up. I don't know if I need to do that. That would be as close to seeing Top Gun as it ever get. Anyway. Anyway. Now hear this. This is. Oh yeah. This is. This is the best. Mow mow mow. That's, that's listen. Even I, even I can't put the audience through that. Uh, by the way, Top Gun Maverick, the new movie, getting ninety-seven percent approval from critics. Really, audience is obviously wait, waiting to see it, but the critics love it. Ninety-seven percent. I again, uh, you know, the time has moved on. Uh, like all these things have happened since the movie was filmed. Mm-hmm. So how do they explain all that stuff? I don't know. You're going to have to watch the movie. I'm not paying to go see it. After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Maverick Mitchell is right back where he belongs. Sure he's not flying commercial in his spare time right no. before retirement? No. Because he's, put- he's probably at retirement age. He's pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. Doesn't sound like something I need to see. When he finds himself training a detachment of Top Gun graduates for a specialized mission, the likes of which no living pilot has ever seen. He's swabbing the poop deck on a boat full of seamen. <laughs> Maverick encounters Lieutenant Bradley Bradshaw with the call sign Rooster. 
The son of Mavericks, the son of Mavericks' late friend, Goose. Ah, oh, I'll be damned. There yeah. you go. Meg Ryan in it. Uh good question. Tom Cruise, Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly. She's all right. John John Hamm as Cyclone. Ooh, Cyclone. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't believe she is. Nah, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. But Greg Tarzan Davis plays Coyote. I don't even know who that is. Val Kilmer is in it. Really? As Iceman. Huh. How's he doing? I, not, not that great. Not good. Iceman. Is he the abominable I, snowman I, I think now? he's been put on ice <laughs> yeah, now. Gonna... And Ed Harris plays a rear admiral. Ed ha- Was he in the original one? I don't think Harris. so. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think he was. No, I was thinking that Tom Skerritt was in the... Uh, oh, yeah. That's you know, right. I, hung oh, gr- yeah. I hung a garage door with Tom Skerritt over the weekend. Did you hang a garage door with Tom Skerritt over I the did, weekend? I did not. Well, there you go. Hmm. Clip number four, quickly. Quarterback Mac Jones has a new body at OTAs for the Patriots. I've learned more this offseason um, than I probably ever have about nutrition, eating healthy, sleep, wellness, all that stuff. So get used to looking at the new Mac Jones. By the way, square jaw looking exactly like Tom Brady now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Square jaw. Yeah. It's 7.57. That's now here this. We've got the 102-second sports coming up next on Rock 102. Rock 102 and 9... And 9 a.m. 8.01 on Rock 102. Weather for today. Highs in the mid-70s with lots of sunshine. Pretty much going to have that all week long. The weather brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. NBA playoffs. Celtics over the Heat. 102-82. A blowout win for Boston. All tied now with the Heat. 2-2 with Game 5 tomorrow night in Miami. Meantime, NHL play. Tampa Bay over Florida 2-zip. The Lightning sweeping that series to get into the next round of the NHL playoffs. And Colorado over St. Louis 6-3 to go up 3-1 in that series. In the AHL, Springfield Thunderbirds game two against Charlotte tomorrow night at 7.05 at the Mass Mutual Center. In baseball, the Red Sox in Chicago to take on the White Sox in a series starting tonight. In football, first day of OTAs for the Patriots, Bill Belichick, the coach wearing a Celtics hat yesterday. I'm back in the saddle again. And Monster Jam is coming back to Gillette Stadium. Saturday, June 4th, 7 p.m., the event will have a lineup of, quote, athletes according to the press release. And these athletes will be performing in Monster Jam. And the athletes include East Longmeadow native Todd LaDuke in Blue Thunder. Looking forward to that. That's it for your 102-second sports. Mac Jones at OTAs. Back trains his sights on that. Coming up next in his view from the couch on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, as a man who has struggled with a lifetime of caloric obstacles and challenges, I certainly know a thing or two about packing on a few pounds. Are you kidding me? I got stretch pants that have burst to the seams after taking them to their very limits of elasticity. Those pants never had a chance, and yet there was nothing that I would like more to get back down to my original weight. Six pounds, eight ounces. (laughs) But I kid. After months of rigorous workouts and following an equally rigorous nutritional regimen, Patriots quarterback Mac Jones showed up at OTAs yesterday in what is being described as the best physical shape of his life. 
Gone is the doughy, soft and flabby physique of a first-round draft pick. Instead, Matt Jones has transformed himself into a rippling bag of muscular definition. He's now building a brick crap house and ready to show the world that he's not playing around. And people are taking notice. People like Patriots receiver Kendrick Bourne, who told reporters yesterday, quote, he's in the best shape of his life. He looks really good. His stomach is gone. Kendrick then went on to say, quote, he's definitely a lot more in shape than he ever was, just dominating and conditioning. It's dope to see. Now, having seen a few pictures, I would like to say that based upon what I saw, I would like to be a dope too. How did Mac Jones do it? Keto? Paleo? Ancestral eating? I have no idea. All I know is I either have to follow in his exact footsteps or I'm going to have to become an NFL quarterback. All Jones admitted to is saying that he cleaned up his diet. Well, that's all I need to hear. If I clean up after myself, then I can become as ripped as a previously marshmallowy Mac Jones. Of course, I'm sure it's far more uh, its far more complicated than that. I'm sure he's eating things that I don't really want, and he's passing on things that I really love. And while I understand that getting in shape takes a certain level of sacrifice and quite a lot of effort, those are two things that I have a natural resistance to. I blame genetics. I also blame food for being so delicious, and just like I blame weights for being so damn heavy. Speaking of uh, which, how'd you like to make some pizzas in your backyard? The Uni Woodfire Outdoor Pizza Oven is fantastic. You can make pizzas, wood fire pizzas in your backyard all day long. Get yourself an Uni at your grilling destination, Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811 and Billy Idol. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Uh, well, it's going to be mid-70s today with sunshine and clouds, so we got that going for us, which is nice, and that special ceremony at Forest Park with the new flagpole today, so good weather for that. All right, Mr. Dixie Cup, yep. are you ready to test your wits? All right. Huh? All right, what is this? What is, this what's is going uh, on? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Probably not. Well, <laughs> we're gonna see, we're gonna see. Uh, you're full of facts. You're yeah. full of information yeah. all the time. Yeah. We'll start with the uh, the first grade. You ready? Mm. Okay. the uh, The first Thanksgiving was celebrated by Native Americans and what other group of people? Native Americans, and uh, that would be the uh, colonial uh, settlers, the Pilgrims. The Pilgrims. Very good. Yes. Uh, good job, Dave. All right. Uh, from what country did Mexico gain its independence in the 19th century? Ecuador. No. I was, I was uh, joking on that one, by the way. I believe I, the answer would well, be... Well, wait, wait, wait. Do you know the answer? Uh, no, I'm going to let Bax answer for I me. I believe the answer would be the country of Spain. Ah, Spain. The rain in Spain, Paul. Mainly, mainly in the, the plane. plane. Yes. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. on. You didn't know that one, did you, Dave? Nope. Uh, who invented the light bulb in 1879? Well, come on. Come on. Everyone knows that was George Washington. No, it's Thomas Edison, of okay. course. Okay. Well, I mean, this is first grade question. I know, I know. Well, I mean, you could yeah. theoretically say that it was uh, not Edison, but Tesla. I mean, you could <laughs> make that argument. Yeah, but, by, by the way, a Tesla spontaneously combusted yesterday. No kidding. Just blew that right the heck up out in California. Imagine that. Yeah. Oh, there was some uh, mitigating factor to it. I don't know. It was just sitting there when it blew up. Uh, which language is the most widely spoken in South America? The language of love. Or? Hmm. Uh, South America with uh, Spanish. Uh, yes, yes, Spanish is yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then uh, the final question for the first grade section, mm. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin were the first two men in the entire world to do what? Uh, bounce on a trampoline. Close. <laughs> 
But you know the uh, real answer. They yes. walked on the moon. There you go. There you go. Uh-huh. I guess I'm good enough to be a well, first grader. Allegedly <laughs> walked on the moon. Do you, do you unless wanna... they filmed that in some studio, by the way. Do you want me to keep going to the grades, or do you want me to go right to the fifth grade question? Yeah, let's get to the the, the, top, the allegedly tougher ones. All right, allegedly. here we go. Yeah. This is fifth grade. I don't think uh, people have the patience for this otherwise. What was the la- What was the name of the last queen of France? Uh, I know the answer. Winona Ryder. No. Bax? Uh, the answer was, and I'm 100% confident of this. Yes. The name is Your Highness. <laughs> no, neither one of you? Come no. On. Marie Antoinette. Oh, please okay. not. I knew that. She was good in uh, with Frankie uh, Avalon. No, no, no. Yeah, that's, no, Bingo. no, no, Steve. That's Annette Funicello. <laughs> Were you sure? Yes. The uh, I could have sworn it looked like her. No. The uh, region known as the Fertile Crescent is located <laughs> in the present day blank. I was going to say a certain portion of the female anatomy. Well, that's a sick thing to say. What do you think? No, I don't I think don't so. Think, uh, Some, somewhere in New Orleans. Uh, uh, no. Because no. that's no. the Crescent City, isn't it? No. I don't know. Steve, uh, I believe that, the correct answer would be Mesopotamia. The Middle East. Yeah. Wow. Yes, so look at you. you. That's right. Yeah. The uh, modern-day city of Istanbul yes. was uh, known by what name in the 13th century? Kamchatka. Uh, no. Istanbul was once Constantinople. <laughs> Why wow. uh, Constantinople got the works. That's nobody's, nobody's business, business but, but the, the Turks. Turks. That's right. Uh, the French and Indian War, which began in 1754, became the North American theater of what worldwide war that lasted from 1756 to 1763? That would be the Seven Year War. Very good, Dave. Wow. Very good. I, see how quickly I did the math there? Yeah. No yeah. kidding. Uh huh. 756. Uh, what was it? 56 to 63. Si- yeah. 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 Well, good there. for you. Took a wild stab there. Uh, in the deck, in which decade did Hong Kong revert from British rule? Which decade? Yes. The ninth century. <laughs> I don't know. The 1990s. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, right. I You're had a, so nine, close. Had a well, nine in there, didn't I? Well, see, you know, we went through that whole process and we realized you are not, in fact, smarter now, than fifth grade. would these Dixie Cups be on recall? See, the thing about it is, these questions wouldn't have made the cut for Dixie Cups because they're not fun. What, what, they're right, not fun. Uh, I'll do what you want. Geography? Do you want... Yes, uh, give right, me geography. We'll do the fifth grade geography. Okay. For a piece of pie? Mm-hmm. What is the... Ma- is it? By the way, would, I think blue would be geography, wouldn't blue. it? Blue, yes, yes. the blue, blue pie, right? Blue. Geography questions. Yes. All right, are you ready? We are going with what is the main language spoken in the Canadian province of Quebec? That would be Francais. Very good. There you go. Which country is both an island and a continent? Australia. Very good, Dave. Dianunda. What is the name of the sea bordered by Europe to the north and North Africa to the south? Mm. Europe to the north and North Africa to the south. Oh, I know this. Why? It's uh, the Mediterranean Sea. Very good. Oh, look at you. Thanks for the help there, pal or buddy, as uh, Scott Goen would say. The mountain range that includes Mount Everest is called? The Himalayans. There you go. Himalayas. Or the or the Hurlayan because you probably have to go with there's, either gender now. There's right? no layin in there. It's just Leia. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. the imaginary I'll take anal bum covers for five hundred dollars. Imaginary lines traversing the globe from pole to pole are called 
That would be the longitude, latitude, longitude. Longitude. Yeah, that one. Uh, meridians. Oh, We're looking of for meridians. Oh. Oh, well, why did you say that? Well, you know the where the prime meridian is. Uh, I know that uh, Meridian, Connecticut, is just down ninety-one. It's right. Meriden. It was uh, close. Mm. I got science, or I got you know what? Let's do math. Oh, I got no shot. I got no shot at either math or science, by the way. Now, sports, I would be good at. A hexagon has mm-hmm. how many sides? Eight. No. Six. 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 Hex would be an octagon. That's true. Eight would be an octagon. Yeah, the octagon is where they do the um, the MMA battling, right? That's correct. Yes. All right, you ready for this one? Yep. Yes. A father has seven daughters and $100. <laughs> he wants to give each daughter an equal amount of money, rounding to the nearest dollar. How much does each daughter get? He's got $100 mm-hmm. and seven daughters. Mm-hmm. They get nothing, and they like it. Nope. All right, let's see. Seven dollars, hundred bucks. Uh, and you're rounding up to the nearest, the nearest dollar. How much does each daughter get? Equal amounts of money for everybody. I would say fourteen dollars. Congrat! What you got that? Well, I got a calculator. <laughs> oh, well, that's cheating. It's not cheating. It's doing math. Yeah, these days they allow calculators in these kind of things, don't they? These SAT tests, I think, right? right. If a football field is 100 yards long, how many feet is the football field? Well, it's 303. Wait, say it again, please. If a football field is 100 yards long, how many feet is the football field? 300 feet, right? Yes. yes! Congratulations, right. yes. Dave. Three feet in a yard. Yes. All right. You collect 48 pieces of Halloween candy. Mm. Your parents say you can eat two pieces per day, plus an extra piece on Saturdays and Sundays. How many weeks will it take you to finish all of the candy? Not even a week in my case. I would have blown right through that baby in like two days. Four weeks. Three weeks. Oh! That was, good. was so good, close. Good guess, Bax. Yeah. And then they have an equation here, which I can't even uh, read. All right. Well, then don't bother. Uh, and here's here's a question for for all people. You ready? Yes. Mm. What is the primary difference between ocean water and salt water? Ocean water and salt water. The primary difference. I'm going to say there is no difference. You know, I read that wrong. It's ocean water and tap water. Oh, <laughs> salt right was the answer. Loud. Celine. I'm not better readers than fifth graders. Ooh, Jesus. Well, there you go, Dave. I thought you would. I thought you would have aced that. Nope. Better than. Uh, nope. You know, because you're so no, full of information. Those are all practical questions. Yes. Yeah. He's more uh, in tune to say like. Nonsense. And yeah. Dixie cups. Yeah. Useless information <laughs> that would never come up otherwise. Yeah. You're right. It's 821 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102 and Tommy Car Auto Group want to help you kick off the summer. You could win a Weber grill, a $100 big wide gift certificate, and a one. Steve Nagel's favorite, Tom Petty. Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Good morning. Uh, later on this hour, we're going to have some tickets to see uh, the Springfield Thunderbirds uh, whip the behinds of the Charlotte Checkers in Game 2 of the uh, Calder Cup playoffs. 
for tomorrow night's game. So if you've uh, if you won tickets yesterday or win tickets today or win tickets tomorrow, all three of those winners go in for a random drawing in which you get that big fat upgrade with the with the koozies and the hats and all that other stuff. Give you all the details about that a little bit later on, but it's coming up this hour for sure. And by the way, if you go to a Thunderbirds game, you might run into guys like me and Scott Cohen. <laughs> I can just I can just imagine the dynamic between the two of you. Hey, buddy, buddy, buddy. And then you'll be like, by the way, by the way, by the way, can I have another beer? By the way. <laughs> Did you know this little fact yeah, about Springfield? Right, yeah. yeah, you're right. It was kind of like that. It's like brought to you by the Dixie Cup Center. <laughs> See, you never know what you could get at the Mass That's Mutual right. Center. That's it. You know, you swing a dead cat, you might hit a phony over there. <laughs> or or uh, Boomer. Or it's not, is it Boomer still? It's Boomer, uh, is it? Yeah, no, Boom, Boomer's the uh, the name of the of the bird, right? Yeah, but I can't remember if Boomer was the name of the old bird or Boomer was the name of the new bird. Screech was the old. Screech bird. was the old bird. That's right, because right. he died with. Uh, that is that is correct. Uh, I believe, what's uh, his name? I believe Boomer plucked his eyes out and ate his dead body on the roadside. Does that make? Then that makes Cohen the phony, and that makes me screech. Or, or is he screech in both cases? I'm not no, sure. He's, he's just he's the biggest phony of them all. That but, am I, but am I screech then? I guess you would be. Excellent. You'd be, uh, you're the Dustin Diamond. I always uh, wanted a nickname. I never had one before. You never had a nickname? Actually, they called me Crow back in college. Crow. Why were they calling you that? They called me, uh, start off as Man Crow, because they thought because of my large protruding nose, I looked like I had a crow's beak. Your nose isn't that big. Um, well... Was in college. That's all I can say. Jeez, ah, we got to come up with a nickname set. for you. Yeah, mm. something. Uh, I I would say Dixie Cup, but uh, <laughs> Dixie, yeah, that's... just call me Dix. Yeah, how about that? I'll I'll leave that for other people. To <laughs> what do. about uh, Shorty or Scout? <laughs> Scout or uh, Cheese Ball? I like Cheese Ball. Okay. How about a T Bone? Captain right. Obvious would be a good one Captain, for you. I'll, yeah. I'll take any of them. Uh, uh, clumsy Wumsy. How about uh, Gammy? Do we got a Gammy? Uh no, not no gammy, sloppy nuts. I like that one. <laughs> hey, sloppy nuts. Yeah. That's hey, a good one. Hey, sloppy, hey nuts. sloppy nuts. It's time for news with sloppy nuts. <sighs> How did I mean? No. See you don't, you don't now, like you're, now no. you're wishing you never brought this. I up. I'll tell you yeah. what. Yeah. Let's let's take a break. I'll introduce you to news as sloppy nuts and see okay. how it sticks. All right, okay. fair, fair enough. All right, fair enough. It's eight thirty. Mm-hmm. News is next with sloppy nuts on Rock One Hundred Two. <laughs> Here's thirty three. With Bex, Steve, and Sloppy Nuts on Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Jay Smeagle Roofing. It's time for news. Here's Sloppy Nuts. Good luck with the credibility. What are you talking about? Like, like, but, uh, like but anybody's I'll... listening to us because of our credibility. That's true. Actually, I think it, I like it. Listen, you like the, it? The runner-up was uh, Cacalorum. What the hell is that? That's, I've never heard of that before. That is a uh, boastful and self-important person. <laughs> Okay. A strutting little fellow. A cockalorum. Cockalorum. I've never heard that. Nor have I. But in all fairness, I've never really really heard of Sloppy Nuts either. Mm. Hey, it's the Sloppy Nuts show with uh, Ham Pocket and Squishman. (laughs) (laughs) Can we, do we have time to change the logo? I'm sure we could. We don't even have our logo (laughs) finished yet. (laughs) It would just be a picture of an Arby's roast beef sandwich. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's my first story. Arby's, we have the meat. Yeah, Ving Rames. Arby's got a burger now. It's a Wagyu beef burger. New limited edition steakhouse burger. First time in the 58-year history of Arby's that they have a hamburger on the menu. I remember when they came out with like a fish sandwich and they the, the ad said ocean meat. 
(laughs) Really? Seriously? It's like, uh, really? Can you come up with something better than that? Can I have that as my nickname instead, by the way? Ocean Meat. Yeah, you know it's funny. I I remember when like uh, the Russian invasion of the Ukraine was actually the top story, and now look at us—we're talking about yeah. a sandwich at Arby's. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, what has this world come to? You got to get to the meat and potatoes of the news. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying? Remember right? the old days when like uh, the failing economy was like our top story? Mm-hmm. Now, now it's about a sandwich at Arby's. Mm. Story one B: the return of Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno from COVID where he was recuperating for a few days. He told Western Mass News yesterday that he is back. As Gene Autry would sing in his old singing cowboy days, I'm back in the saddle again. Yes, he was on hand with mask in public for a press conference in honor of a Springfield family benefiting from a Habitat for Humanity home that was built for them. (laughs) Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why there's never been a hurricane named Dom Dom? Why? No, why? Because it would have destroyed everything. Everything in its path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have left nothing behind. I could strangle you with a cordless phone. <laughs> That's how strong I am. I eat coconuts without removing the shell. <laughs> You know those shell casings they find out the ground? Yes. I eat them for breakfast. <laughs> you better not be around when I burp. <laughs> the mayor will be on hand today mm. at Forest Park for a special commemoration of an 80-foot foot, uh, pl- a flagpole in honor of veterans. There you go. It'll be overlooking the pond at Forest we're, Park. We're, That'll happen at 2.15 today, by the way. I, this city is... Is flagpole deficient? Yeah. 85 feet, though. It's a big pole. It is a big pole. My roundhouse kick is so powerful. (laughs) How powerful is it? It can be seen from out of space by the naked eye. (laughs) You know, when I went to college, I told my old man, you the man of the house now. He went to AIC, by the way, didn't he? <laughs> he did. And when I entered my dorm room, I didn't turn the lights on. I turned the darkness off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to have him back on the show, by the way. Oh, not that he's not now, in spirit at least. Yeah, right. <laughs> Democratic Attorney General candidate Quentin Palfrey. Not as powerful as Dom Sarno, but. He's focused on Springfield and Western Mass. He's honing in on our area in order to lock in votes and pave his path to success this November. He's committed to Western Mass because he's pledged to investigate the environmental hazards at the Roderick L. Ireland Courthouse. Quentin Palfrey saying that, quote, if all this was happening in Boston, we'd have solutions already, end quote. Sounds like shameless pandering for Western Mass votes. Come on, Bax, that's a little cynical. Cynical? Me? Mm-hmm. Please. Ever. He's a Democratic Attorney General candidate, Quentin Palfrey. I'm going to take him at his word on that. You are? Yes. A politician? Yes. A lawyer? Yes. A lawyer who wants to be a politician? Do you hear any uh, other lawyers vowing to clean things up at yeah, the Roderick I, L. Ireland I, I, Courthouse? I've heard a lot of political candidates in the Boston area say they're going to do things for Western Mass, but when push comes to shove, guess what happens? Mm. 
Nothing. A big bunch of bumpkins is what we get. Also here in Western Mass in East Hampton, Rubber Thread Pond has too much algae in it and potential cyanobacteria contamination. That's why the East Hampton Health Department has informed residents to stay away from the algae bloom at Rubber Thread Pond. No kayaking, swimming, fishing, all those things need to be stopped. And if you believe your pet may have come into contact with the algae at Rubber Thread Pond, you should wash your pet and contact your veterinarian. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. People living in Longmeadow reached out to Western Mass News in hopes that they could get the word out about illegal dumping in a conservation area. Apparently, residents of Longmeadow or those coming into the Longmeadow community are hiking down to the Connecticut River and dumping office chairs, car tires, large piles of wood, garbage bags filled with diapers. Mm-hmm. You should go magnet fishing down there. Yeah, there's probably stuff right in the river. You probably pull out quite a haul. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. According to a state law, a person can be fined up to $5,500 for the first offense of illegal dumping and fifteen grand for subsequent offenses. Anyone who witnesses illegal dumping in Longmeadow is asked to contact the police department. Do hey. all your, take all your big dumps to Enfield. That's what I would do. Yeah, oh, right no, over the border. I live in Enfield. You can't. Don't do yeah, that. Don't send them yeah, my but, way. Yeah, but you're not living on the state yeah, line. But you live in Thompsonville, so it's kind of like when in Rome, you know, <laughs> dropping this couch here on the side of the road. Is that? Do I live in the good part of Enfield? Is that what you're saying? Oh, you live in the great part of Enfield. Yes. All depends on your perspective. The best part of Enfield you could live in. All right. Well, I guess I'll celebrate that from now on. Trinity Health New England laying off translators. Twelve of its. Unionized nurses and other staffers. So now when you go to the emergency room, Mm -hmm. what you'd have to do is you have to play charades to let them know what you're suffering from. Well, maybe they didn't get rid of all the translators' backs, just some of them. Well, I mean, if you don't speak, uh, you know, know, English or Spanish and you're required to, uh, you know, tell a doctor or nurse what's wrong with you. Then, you know, and no translators are available. Let's just say I, I speak a... French, and no one around the parts knows anything about French. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, give you hand signals about what's uh, what's ailing me. Good point. Well, despite all these layoffs, Mercy Parent Trinity Health reported a profit nationwide last year of $3.8 billion, and Mercy Medical Center itself, a profit of $15.8 million. Gee, a uh, corporation... Uh making record profits and not giving back to the employees that work for them. Mm. I've never heard of that before. Ever. Here's the rub. Five physicians groups reported a collective loss of $20 million, and so maybe that's why some of the layoffs are coming and have occurred already. FBI saying a troubling increase in sextortion cases has reached Western Mass. According to Ryan Walsh, the Spokesperson for the Springfield Police Department, he told 22 News that teenage boys and young men are typically the targets of sextortion. According to the FBI, it's a serious crime, and it happens when somebody threatens to distribute sensitive material, such as nude photographs, if they aren't provided with sexual favors or cash. So the story is warning people about that, 
and asking them to have discussions with their young boys, their teenagers, because these young boys are spending an inordinate amount of time online now battling depression due to COVID-19. Listen, you dingbats. Don't be spreading pictures of your ding-dongs all over Springfield. There's women out there who want to take your money. You know, um, you have to be some sort of dirtbag mm-hmm. to um, become predatory upon anybody online, uh, the least of which is a child. And, a and, the, child, elder, and the elderly as well. And the elderly yep. and anybody else. I yep. mean, it just, it, you know, it's, it's that kind of behavior. You just shake your head and you're like, you know, what, is, what are people freaking thinking? So yeah, this is this is a terrible story. Yep, it's you know, I don't own a stove, an oven, or a microwave. Do you know why? 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 Because revenge is a dish best served cold. Mayor Dom Dom brings up a very good point. He's right about this. So happy he's back. As Gene Autry would sing in his old singing cowboy days, I'm back in the saddle again. Yes. Out go. where a friend is a friend. <laughs> where the long-hung cattle feed on the lonely gypsum weed. There you go. A back in the saddle again. <laughs> He's on a roll. <laughs> yeah. It's 844 with back Steve and Dave and Mayor Sarno here on Rock 102. And Sloppy Nuts. <laughs> that doesn't... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.50 in the Stone Temple Pilots. We're back, Steve, and Sloppy Nuts on Rock 102. Happy to be here. Wait, I thought it was going to be Ocean Meat. Damn it. No, you can't pick your own nickname. Yeah, yeah that's got to be bestowed it upon you. you. All right. We've gifted it to you. All right. That's the gift sl- that keeps on giving. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be a permanent uh, you know, thing. It just, yeah. you, know, you got to get used to it. got to yeah. use it a couple of times. Throw it out there. See mm-hmm. how it sticks. Well, it certainly seemed to work for the newscast I gave a few minutes ago. That's well, right. What do you think about it, Steve? I think uh, Sloppy Nuts is a great name. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll have to uh, ask people around the building mm-hmm. after the show. Hey, what do you think of Sloppy Nuts? Now, Let's see th- if they understand. Would that be nuts with like a K-N-U-T-Z, that kind of nuts, or is it just N-U-T-S? Well, that would be a clever way of, uh, yeah. of putting it. Sure. You know, that's what I'm, just, I'm just thinking out loud here. I mean, right? not there's anything wrong with the name Dave. David is a proud, I hate it. I hate it. Name. I, I hate it. I hate it. Like, you know, my first radio partner was Brother Wheeze. Now, that's a radio name. Yeah, but that's I, not even his real name. I know. It's Alan Levin. See? Mm. But that's my point. Yeah. I didn't choose a flashy Fun nickname right from the start, and now I'm stuck with Dave. Well, Coombs has got the silent B. Yeah, yeah it, it's not a lot of people with a silent B in their name. Yeah, my, my first name's lousy, my last name's lousy, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Sloppy Nuts. Sloppy Nuts has a yeah. ring to it; rolls right. off the tongue, like you could it. say. I like it. I like it. Uh, the Springfield Thunderbirds are going to be uh, kicking ass to both shoes are all scuffed up, and uh, that's tomorrow night. Hmm. Against the uh, the Charlotte Checkers, who, as you know, lost game one, six to zip. It was an exciting game. Well, not only did they lose the first game, but they've lost almost all the games against the Thunderbirds this year. I think that makes them now two and seven this year against the Thunderbirds. And by the way, they haven't beaten the Thunderbirds at Mass Mutual all year. Yeah, and I don't believe that uh, Wednesday will be any different, which is all the reason why you want to win tickets. In fact, we happen to have... A four-pack of tickets right now. Thunderbird hockey tickets for Wednesday night's game. Now, here's the catch. Tomorrow, uh, we will let somebody know after the show if you will get the automatic upgrade. Someone is going to be chosen at random 
to win two hats, four koozies, two shirts, two bracelets, two stickers, a Thunderbird bobblehead, four center ice tickets, and four hot dog and soda vouchers. Nice. That is a great prize package. But right now, 10th caller, 293-1021, just simply wins a four-pack of tickets to the game. And I know I threatened people earlier that because Scott Cohen and I were there for Sunday's game, who knows, we might be there Wednesday night. We won't. It's safe. Don't worry. You won't see us at the game. Well, it's got, too got, late for guys like well, us. you got 6,000 seats. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty right. sure. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure. You know, it, it's, it, no one's going to not go because the two of you were there. Mm. There'll be other reasons not to go. Yeah, I was going to say there's plenty of other reasons not to go. (laughs) But I bet Dom Sarno will be there because now he's back in the saddle again. You know, he's he's attending games. If you spell Dom Dom and Scrabble, you automatically win the game. Hmm. Didn't know that. How many points do you get for you know, that in Scrabble, by the way? It depends, <laughs> depends where the hits land. Oh, it's that's a triple a word score there? Super triple word score. 5,000 points right off the bat. Okay. <laughs> you know, I once shot down one of those enemy dirt bikes just by pointing my finger in the air and saying, bang. <laughs> <laughs> Dom Sarno finger guns. Wow. Yeah, I no, can see man. it. Now, you two rubes, go have your cup of coffee. I'm going to go have my mug of nails this morning. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Ding bet. <laughs> it's 8.54. Move along, sloppy nuts. <laughs> Back, Steve, and sloppy nuts on Rock 102. Hey, Springfield kids. 